Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem's loving grace. This is Laser Brody with Amuna News, uh, broadcasting from the south of Israel. And today we're going to tell you about the Biden-Blinken betrayal of Israel. Right now, President Joe Biden has just arrived in Israel. According to our sources, he was not invited. He demanded to come. Yesterday, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken came to Israel. And for the first time in an unprecedented participation of a foreign official in Israel's most sensitive security forum. That's the inner cabinet, the inner defense cabinet. And Blinken, he participated in that. And for seven hours, there was a seven-hour meeting, and we're going to tell you all about that. But before we do, we know in the Muna News, the difference between just telling what's going on and current events is everything comes from Hashem. Hashem runs the world. And everything has to be seen in the light of history, in light of Emunah. That's what Emunah News is all about. And if we open up our Gemara to the first chapter in, chap- in the Tractate of Odizara, we see a very interesting story about uh, before the destruction of the Second Temple, way before, before the Roman con- conquest of Israel, that Israel had was trying to free the Temple from the Greeks. And Israel was fighting a bad battle with the Greeks. They already freed the temple, and they were fighting a difficult, still a difficult battle with the Greek army, and they were not overcoming. It was like a standstill. And so the Romans came, and the Romans were rising to power, and the Romans were very happy to replace the Greeks as world power. And the Romans said to Israel, look, you're our cousin. Asaph and Yaakov were brothers. We're our first cousins, Roman Israel. Let's help you get the Greeks out. And Israel accepted the foreign aid of Rome, and Rome came in, and the Gemara tells us that for 26 years, they had a benevolent alliance. And then Rome took over Israel. In other words, Rome dictated. They became an exact dictator. Israel cannot do anything without Rome until ultimately the Second Temple was destroyed. They tried to overthrow the yoke of Roman rule. They couldn't do it. The revolt was beaten down, and the Second Temple was destroyed. Therefore, history repeats itself exactly to the T. We see in Shabbat, October 7th, the worst terrorist, this past October 7th, Simchat Torah on Shabbat, 2023, the worst terrorist massacre since 9-11. But not only that, the worst massacre of Jews, genocidal massacre since the Holocaust, when Hamas operatives came in over the border and they killed hundreds and hundreds of Jews that, that we've spoke about that they don't want to go into the graphic details, but there's plenty you can see what they did to old women and old men and, and young babies and, and young girls and unspeakable atrocities. Now, at the time of this broadcast, there are 1,400 dead. There are about 200 people, soldiers and civilians still captive in Gaza, and there are 300 people missing. Our brave volunteers of Zaka that identify the, the, the deceased. They're working day and night trying to identify uh, bodies and find by the funny. It's 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 unspeakable. Still, bodily parts are strewn all over the south of Israel. Okay, so there's still this 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 is the situation now in Israel. Now Israel was taken by surprise, but the IDF and the Jewish spirit really knows how to come together. Now what happened? Hashem, where's the, where's the light in the cloud? The silver lining is that for a year, we've been speaking all year long about intramural hate. That was all put aside. Religious and non-religious and right and left, everybody came together. The country is cohesive as one bond, really one one together. 
And the country bounced back and went into war. And like Israel knows how to do, they fought a valiant battle. The stories of heroism that coming out of Gaza, unbelievable, phenomenal. And even civilians, uh, the civilians and, and, and the civil defense, the first responders, amazing stories. So this came up, this is already, today is the 12th day of the war. Yesterday, the 11th day of the war, can't go into detail. Some of it is classified. There was an amazing window to in, to invade Gaza. It was a, a time where Israel could have had to, made a tremendous gain and really turn the tables for prosperity, for posterity. Turn the tables in, in, in our favor. Now, what has happened since then? There's been every so years, we have a, a new, like Ophelia gets the 2014 conflict and the 2011 conflict and back 2009. And Israel stops halfway because of foreign pressure. Gaza and Hamas in Gaza, Hamas has been controlling Gaza since 2007, where Hamas knocked out the PLO. And this concept, the concept of the current Israeli government was to may, let Hamas be strong and knock down the, the PA and Judea and Samaria so there won't be a call for a state in Judea and Samaria. But that has backfired. And this, this concept is the same mistaken concept that led to the near tragedy in the October and uh, Yom Kippur War of 19, 1973. This again is history repeating itself. So what happens is every time Hamas rearms and gets stronger and stronger and stronger, Hamas used to send these 40-pound uh, garage-made bombs, and now they're firing sophisticated uh, missile-guided Iranian armaments. just gets worse. So now yesterday, the whole IDF poised on the border. You've got infantry, you've got army, the air force, everyone poised like, like a drawn bow, like a drawn bow ready to shoot and gone in. And the generals wanted to go in. Most of the cabinet wanted to go in. But now comes Anthony Blinken. And Anthony Blinken sits down in the Israeli cabinet with Bibi and he blackmails Bibi. And he says to Bibi, okay, if you go into Gaza, against our approval, then you don't get bunker busters. Well, the significance of the bunker busting bombs, you have to understand in Gaza, all of Gaza is underground. It's called the Gaza Metro. All the Hamas leadership is underground. It's amazing that Israel has already killed some of Hamas's military leaders above ground. But what they do, they hide behind the civilian populations, and then like rats, they go back in the ground. All the Hamas armaments are either underground or they are in the basements of hospitals, schools, and mosques. Now, here's the arrival. So that's that's the one thing. So BB uh, caved in to Biden, and he stopped the invasion. Yesterday was supposed to be an invasion. He stopped the invasion, and now wait for President Biden. What well, says that Israel invited President Biden? That's not correct. According to our sources, President Biden invited himself because President Biden is coming with a message. He's come with a message to Israel that you don't bomb civilian targets. We mean both bomb civilian targets. Don't bomb civilian targets. Then me broadcasting right here from our bomb shelter in Ashdod and my, my family and my children, we continue to sitting in the shelter because Hamas keeps shooting us. Yesterday, on the 11th day of the war, last night, there were five barrages and eight missiles right here in Ashdod. Uh, Ashkelon was even worse than us. Tel Aviv got that, and people, they just said the government doesn't smell the coffee, and they cave in. Well, this is not also not surprising, because the Gomorrah and Sota, page 49, tells us this is actually the war of Mashiach, and we'll soon tell you how. Okay, so what are Blinken and Biden demanding in their betrayal 
of Israel. This is the Blinken, Blinken Biden betrayal, and who's giving in with Bibi giving in. They're demanding a humanitarian quarter in Gaza. Now, what does a humanitarian quarter mean? A humanitarian quarter means that uh, lane for Hamas to rearm, to resupply, and to regroup and revitalize itself. Hamas was bleeding bad until yesterday, but now Hamas is encouraged and they are now regrouping because of the American demand. Say, how can the Americans demand such a thing? Where did they get the money to start the war in the first place? The money to start the war in the first place was the $6 billion that America refused to Iran and Iran gave it to Hamas. But now Iran also wants to stop the war and they're telling America to stop the war because Iran could easily send, easily send Hezbollah to rain missiles on us. That's their proxy. But Iran doesn't want the war now. Iran, what they wanted, they wanted a minimum, a minimal terrorist attack. With a few Israelis killed and a few Israelis captured, they saw what the is, Israel agreed, how many thousands of terrorists agreed to give up just for one Gilad Shalit. They said, okay, not one terrorist, but let's get 10 captives. Now they get 10 taps and maybe overtake a base in the army. They were amazed. They were amazed at the success of Hamas. And they were even more amazed at Israel's response. But now is not a good time for war in Iran because Iran doesn't yet have its atom bomb. They're waiting. Oh, if they had their atom bomb, they would rain everything on us. But this is not, not opportune time. So Iran is trying to stop it. Now, especially with the the bomb that fell, the missile that fell on the Baptist hospital in Gaza last night, and the whole world is clamoring against Israel. Israel's already prejudged, so Israel did it. But Israel has firm proof. You can go look at that. They, they, they have listening in to, to, to Hamas. Uh, Hamas reports on the radio and photos and evidence that it, it was a failed jihadi, Palestinian jihad missile that didn't lodge properly and landed on, on the hospital. And the shrapnel at the hospital set the hospital fire. And this was not Israel. This is not Israel at all, because this has a log exactly where the Air Force was, when they did, where they dropped their bomb. It's all there. You can, they, check, they check the Israeli log. But the world doesn't want to hear that. Now, Biden is using this. So he's he's indignant that so many Gazans have been killed. But who are these Gazans? Who are these gods have to understand when the humanitarian quarter to Gaza, Hamas, Hamas, yeah, they seize power. But Hamas, when they had elections, 82 percent of Gaza votes for Hamas. So you've got the other 18 percent of the Palestinian Authority. But 82 percent of Gazans are behind Hamas. And all the children of Gaza are learning from Day one in kindergarten to kill Jews. That's the whole thing they learn in school. Kill Jews and kill Jews and kill Jews. It's a genocide. The whole They live for, for this genocide. So now that Biden has arrived and he's coming to tie Israel's hands. So what it means, it means our military loses its momentum. Once we lose a momentum, motivation goes way down because if you're a soldier, there's only so much patience you have to be, be in a takeoff base. Every day in a takeoff base, your nerves get shattered, withered. And this is Israel is losing its fine edge. But uh, we don't know. We don't know what's going to come out of this. It looks like it's going to come back to be another 2014 and another conflict that doesn't have an outcome, that Hamas will come back. They, they, if the Arabs are certainly interested in keeping Hamas alive. Uh, they have all their different interests. Why? Qatar is buying Hamas. And Qatar and Saudi Arabia, they have to be together. And Qatar and Saudi Arabia, that's Arab oil. So what's the USA interest? The USA interest is not Jewish blood. 
it's in Arab oil. And to keep the oil price, the world energy prices down, this is what Biden's interested in. Biden has alligator tears. The U.S. president wanted to do the, the Americans. They, they get the best Hollywood actor. He's an actor with all the tears and his care about us. Don't care about us. This is the Gomorrah tells us that. If we open up chapter 49 in, in Gomorrah, Traptate Sota, it's the last page of Traptate Sota. Traptate Sota tells us, what is going to happen? The precursor of, of Mashiach, and it's amazing. He says one thing. If it says malchut teafech leminut, that the leadership will become complete. The, 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 the heretics. We could see had our leadership. If our leadership at Muna had belief in Hashem, it said no. We don't listen to. We're going to listen to our our band. We're not going to. No foreign intervention. No way. No way. Because they don't have our best interests at heart. And even BB went against the advice of his generals and most of his cabinet and put the brakes on the invasion. So now no invasion, and the army is uh, lost its it's lost its uh, lost its momentum. And we hope that Shem should help that there should be a positive outcome to this conflict. But if it's up to America, that won't be that way. Not positive for us. Then we would still okay. Maybe have a a few months of quiet, but then we'll be back in the bomb shelter. And every time in a bomb shelter is worse because the armies get more and more and more deadly. So first thing, the malchut that there won't be any emuna in our leadership. Second, hagalil gavlan yasum That Gemara tells us that the galley is going to be bombed. I'm <laughs> right now from from Hezbollah, and that the people of the borders are going to be exiled from their homes. They're going to go from village to village. That's exactly what's happening in the Gaza border settlements. In Gaza border settlements going from settlements. Some people lost their homes, and there's an evacuation not only of the Gaza border settlements. There's an evacuation up north in the Galilee, in the Matula area, Kirchmona area. Uh, and then the Gemara tells us, "I met You won't be able to believe the CNN. You won't be able, certainly not the BBC. And uh, even Fox News is going to be shady. The only thing you'll be able to believe in, sorry to say, but it's a Muna news, what the Torah tells us. And finally, the Gemara tells us, Alma Yeshli Sha'en, what can we lean on? Only on Avinu B'Shemayim. There's nobody to lean on except Hashem, our Father in Heaven. So this is what Hashem said. Well, how can people ask me all the time? How can all this be for the best? How Hashem is showing us that we can't. and we can't depend on political leadership that even they betray us. It's called a bink and blot, bink, BB, Biden, Blinken betrayal. It, it's really, they're all, they're all together and they're betraying the people of Israel. Uh, the BB would have, if I would courage, courage. And if I have a Muna, he'd say, Mr. Blinken, you don't come into a cabinet meeting. Mr. Biden, go home. Thank you. For months, you didn't want to see me. Okay. And now all of a sudden you want to see me be thinking and for to get, uh, to, to to sell out the country for a, a, a few headlines and a smile and a picture with Biden. No, that's that. That's uh, Hashem won't let that happen. Hashem won't let that happen. I promise you one thing. We don't know what the outcome is going to be, but it's all going to be for the best because what Hashem wants to do, he wants us to prayer, prepare us for Mashiach, to strengthen our Amuna. They should be, be ready for Mashiach. And we can't be ready for Mashiach if our Amuna is weak because imagine if your Amuna is a 50 watt light bulb, and the light of Mashiach is 500 watts. We have to strengthen the light bulb. Otherwise, it'll blow up. So we have to strengthen ourselves. How do we strengthen ourselves? With the light of Amuna. And we build ourselves. We're stronger and stronger and stronger. And the more the stronger we strengthen ourselves in Amuna, the more we're able to receive divine light. 
and we see that Hashem will give us a miraculous salvation and a full victory and overcome our enemies and we'll see Mashiach speed in our days. Amen. God bless.